You are now listening to Sisters Confessional. The New Jersey Business Podcast highlights and supports local business and business owners just like you. We interview New Jersey's finest people, learn business, and have way too much fun doing it. You'll get tons of value from local business people as they share about their journey and secrets to success. If you like what you hear, want to support us, and make sure you are getting more of the good stuff, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast today. You are listening to the New Jersey Business Podcast with your friend, host, all-around good guy, and co-owner of Get It Clean, Paul Valverde. Now, on to the show. What's going on, New Jersey's uh, successful and thriving business owners and entrepreneurs? I am so hyped because today I have three wonderful guests. I have uh, Meg, I have Colleen, and I have Jess from Sisters, a wonderful boutique located in Denville, Morris County, New Jersey. Ladies, welcome, and thank you very much for joining me. Hi, thanks for having us. I know you guys uh, have a lot of fun at the shop. I actually, uh, I've been following following you in social, social media, and I feel like I just want to go shop and hang out. Um, <laughs> You guys really give out a great, great vibe. Thank you very much. We have a lot of fun doing it. Probably too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, Meg, I'd like to um, start by asking you, um, what was your life like uh, before you started or you went into business for yourself? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, let me do this quick. So I graduated college in 2008. Uh, went right into finance because, you know, that's what good college kids do. So right on the cusp of the housing bubble. Uh, so I worked in finance for two years, um, decided I don't think I can do this for the rest of my life. So I actually was transitioning to being a basketball coach. And I coached one year at Montclair State where I met Colleen. <laughs> Colleen, was a, Colleen was a sophomore on the team. She played four minutes her freshman year, and then I came and she became a starter. So yeah. she owes it all to me. That's why I work for Meg now. Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, I was a basketball coach for um, a hot minute, a year. And then uh, tragic story, my mom, who owned her own business, passed away uh, unexpectedly. So I just kind of jumped in and took over her business thinking I'll help it you know, I'll help it run for a little bit longer before we sell it or figure out what we're doing. Uh, fell in love with retail, fell in love with being in downtown Denville and, you know, went from being a business owner overnight to now 10 years in the game and loving every second of it. Awesome. Now, let me ask you a question. While your mother had the business, how, what was your involvement like or how involved were you? Zero. I showed up one time on Christmas Eve and she was slammed with customers and, you know, we're a gift business. We do a lot of gift wrapping. She said, just stand here and help me wrap gifts. And I was like, Ooh, you know, that's not my forte. And, um, you know, I, I tried to help as much as I could, but, you know, as a, you know, teenager in high school and even in college, I played a lot of sports. So I really only could work a certain number of hours. So I was always bartending or waitressing, you know, fast cash. And when she offered me to work at the store, I'd say, sure, how much are you going to pay me? And it was, you know, minimum wage. I was like, nah, I'm sorry. So <laughs> very, I mean, watched her run it. You know, she was a, obviously a tremendous role model for me, but had zero, zero um, investment in the store. 
And so the jobs that you had weren't really, weren't really uh, retail related then. No, but you know, we, Colleen and I both were waitresses, bartenders when we were younger. So we really, uh, we got our chops in that, you know, people interaction and we were able, and even even coaching basketball, I was able to carry that over people skills uh, into retail. Yeah, certainly many of those uh, skills are transferable uh, into business. I would assume uh, the people skills when you're waitressing or bartending and the coaching skills might even help you uh, to run the store and even, um, uh, you know, interact with staff. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. My dad is a lifelong basketball coach. He's, he's probably the best besides Bob Hurley. He's probably the best. coach. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, that is, I'm very, it's very easy for me to turn coach mode, boss mode. (laughs) It is. And also, you know, let these guys be critical of me too. And I, I can take it being a lifelong athlete. It uh, definitely, definitely helps. So, so you, um, you kind of took over your mom's job after her passing. Yes. Uh, not job, I'm sorry, uh, store. Do you rename the store or you kept the original name? So up until last January, we had two stores. So the original store is called Surprises in Store, a little cute little gift shop in downtown Denville. Uh, we ran it for about two years and then realized we're running out of space. So we bought the building next door to us. Okay. Um, and that became sister. So now eight years we've had sisters. And just this past year, we decided... Um, we're going to combine the two stores. Always the plan was to kind of knock down the wall. Uh, I should have done my homework before I bought the building, but we <laughs> turned out to be a party wall and uh, just became too complicated to open it up. So wall. I think that's what it's called, right? Because really? I'm pretty sure party wall. Much like, of a party with this yeah, wall. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the nice term for firewall. But um, yeah, so we always wanted one shop and just January 1 this year, we turned both shops into one and uh, now it's a combination in the best of both worlds. Nice. Yeah. So the, the, the one shop was named sisters or it was a new name after you combined the two stores. It was originally surprises in store. And then we wanted to keep, you know, some of the essence of the SIS. Um, and we went with sisters, obviously nice. huge creative over here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> nice. And so Colleen, it was someone that you met uh, while you were coaching basketball, right? So she was 19 years old, a sophomore in college. And if I trusted her then, imagine the trust <laughs> I have for her now. <laughs> yeah, I, knew, I knew of Meg before, before college because her dad was such a big, uh, big coach in the area. And the team that her high school team was, they never lost. So being on a team that lost right. all the time, it was nice to read in the paper <laughs> who would win. But I remember when I found out Meg was my coach, I was kind of like, oh, Meg Wolanowski, that girl from Morris Catholic. And now here I am. 10 years later, <laughs> finds my paycheck. So <laughs> took me a little bit to warm and get my way into Colleen's heart, but I, you know, I eventually yeah. did it. She was responsible. She never bought us beer, no matter how much. <laughs> <I was>. <laughs> <laughs> the most responsible 23 year old on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> and Jess, how do you uh, get to join the team? I literally walked off the streets, the mean streets of Denver <laughs> and came in. I had been working in um, corporate retail for a couple of years. Uh, at the time I was two years out of high school. And uh, saw sisters. I was walking around town with my sister, my sister, and we walked in, and we're like, "This place is so cute." I was looking to change jobs, and I asked if they were hiring. And sure enough, I think at the time, sisters was only open for like a month or so. Like you guys yeah. had just opened. Um, and yeah, I emailed over my resume, and we did a little Starbucks interview. And eight years later, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is so cool that eight years you guys been together. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Can you tell me a little bit about what the trajectory has been like those eight years? It's uh it's been a run, let me tell you. Um, so when I first started, um, when I just took over Spride and Store, it was right after Hurricane Irene. So as much as Sandy devastated New Jersey, Irene devastated downtown Denville. Complete devastation. Uh, we had, I'm not sure about this building, but next door, we had 15 inches of water in the store. It took wow. us two days. I live less than two miles. It took me two days to get to downtown Denville. So that was that was the start. That was, you know, my first few months. Business. And I was like, okay, you know your, what? Your baptism in water. Yeah. If I can, if I can survive this stuff, I'm going to make it. So there was a guy riding a jet ski down Broadway. <laughs> That's yeah. how much water there was. It was you could just like row a boat. Unbelievable. Yeah. Even, even now as a bit, we actually had a town meeting the other day and we, you know, somebody briefly brought up, uh, Irene, we always call it the flood. Cause it was a, they call it 500 year flood. And even now, like I can instantly just go back to that and be like, wow. Like, but to see, I mean, we were down here. The only people that were let down here were business owners and we were down here and you're just watching grown men, older people just crying. Like there was, it was their life that would just in an instant, you know, gone. Every single business in Denville, except for one came back. It was unbelievable. I'm telling you buildings were ruined. It was, it took us years to, you know, come back, but we are just in this resilient, resilient town. So that, that to me, that was the start. So I was like, okay, you know what? I can figure out retail if I can figure out how to survive a flood. Um, <laughs> But we start, you know, we started slow with sisters. We were thinking about getting to the apparel game. We started carrying a little bit of clothing. We knew we were going to do gifts. We wanted to be kind of on trend, but classic. Uh, so the first few years we've, we grown, grown, grown. And, you know, thank God we've been growing ever since. So behind the scenes, right? What takes place in order to run um, a uh, business in retail? Or what happens? What are the some of the moving parts? Well, I mean, basically all we do is shoot some TikToks, open the door, and call <laughs> it. <laughs> um, you know what? It's so funny because we have so many people come in and say, I want to work here. It's so great. It's it's so fun. I'll tell you what. I coach basketball. I played basketball. And Colin can tell you the same thing. It is the most physical job I have ever had. Um, you know, behind the scenes, there's obviously a lot of trade shows that we go to. I spend an insane amount of time on Instagram and TikTok and social platforms just trying to find the next best thing. So that that to me is um, the you know the little detail that people don't really think about, like outside of outside of being in the store and selling all that stuff. I spend so much time trying to find what's next, what's coming next, and how to stay relevant. Um, but these guys work like crazy. Inventory is always good here. We know where our product is. I, I don't even go in our back room anymore because it's <laughs> like, you know, but they, these guys have, I mean, it's in the best way, but these guys have like a mild case of OCD. They keep everything organized. They keep the store spotless. They keep our inventory spotless, but with retail, it really is. It's a tough game. It's a, it's a game. You have to, you have to jump in with two feet. You have to be very invested in it. And um, it's a difficult thing, but we've had, great people work for us. And, you know, even now we had a girl who worked for us all college. She's got to be about 25. Now she sent me a link the other day and said, Hey, check this out, check out this clothing brand. And we brought it in the store. It's been killing for us. So we, we do have a lot of help along the way, but we work really hard behind the scenes. So in, in the business, generally you have your uh, customer or client funnel, um, and you have your uh, employee funnel. Um, it sounds like, um, people just kind of 
come to your store as they um, walk in through Denville, uh, downtown Denville, do you have anything that you use in particular in order to attract new clientele? Yeah, I mean, social media, I mean, the world is social media now, right? Social media has become a big platform for us. We're very lucky. We're in like uh, one of the only old school downtowns in northern New Jersey. You go to South Jersey, there's a lot of downtowns, but there's no real downtown like Denville um, anywhere else. So we have, you know, we have the best ice cream shop in New Jersey and the best Chinese food restaurant in New Jersey. Very proud of that fact. Uh, But (laughs) we do, we get, and pasta Pasta shop. shop. That's right. In the top 100 in the country. So we do have a good amount of foot traffic, but I would say with new customers, um, we work hard at that, but I think what we work even harder with, and I could be wrong, you guys can correct me, is keeping our existing clientele. Because, you know, especially with, yeah. with females, you know, we have people who come in who just met a new boyfriend, um, you know, like Colleen's a perfect example, just met her new boyfriend <laughs> when she started working here, you know, got engaged, got married, like, you know, and we kind of, it's funny, we're watching these people go, th- and you need different things on those, you know, on that ride of life. So we try to really keep that. Um, we try to really keep those customers engaged with us. And I think that's a big thing. And then as far as new customers, you know, bringing in the, the new, the cool, the trendy and putting it out there on social media, that's, that's our main game with attracting new customers. Yeah. And I, I noticed in your reviews, comments from people, I mean, they, they really feel welcome in the store. They feel good. And you have people have been going there for years. So definitely you're excelling uh, in that area. Um, what do you think is, what helps you excel in that area? I mean, here's the secret sauce, right? And you know, you can't tell anybody this, but um, we, one, you have to have the great people around you, but the world is, it's wild. You can find anything on Amazon. You can find anything on the internet. So everything in here, except for like a cool couple of little things that I really work hard to find first, um, you can buy on the internet. But when somebody walks through our door, they are greeted every time with a hello. They get to see, you know, the local celebrity over here who's like our TikTok star. Um, but we, you know, we treat everybody like family. There's, there's not many people who walk through the store. We're like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to see this person today. But, you know, people come through the store. We want to know how their kids are. We want to know how their life is. Uh, we keep tabs on people. Just being a very welcoming environment. We, I mean, except for maybe Jess, we don't really push the help as hard as we should. Um, you know, it's, it's, we try to make it a very relaxed environment, a very welcoming environment. Like you're shopping with a friend. Yes. Yeah. It's like coming over a good friend or a family member's house. That's, that's try to how, that's how we try to run the store. Yeah. And, and, like be greeted with by their first names when they walk into yes, a place. Like that's what I learned from name. bartending is like people want, people want to walk into a place and have the people working there know what they want already. Yeah. That's what Denville Know what they previously bought. Yeah. Like, know it's what like, your kids' it's names like when are. You're, yeah, it's like you walk into your favorite coffee shop and they already have your coffee ready for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Nothing better than that. We try to be that in retail form. I think a lot of our new customers come from our existing customers buying gifts for people who've never heard of us. Because yeah. you have people who come in and say, oh, my friend got me a gift here. And it's literally because our logo is on the bag. You know, it's it's half the time, it's, it's not the gift they got. It's the fact that our store exists to them now. Yeah, such a good point. Stop asking me questions. They're smarter than I am. <laughs> we've, I yeah. feel like we've had a lot of people too, especially since we started doing TikTok and, and being just ridiculous mm-hmm. on social media. <laughs> we've had a lot of people too come in and say, I came here because my friend sent me a link of your video. <laughs> <laughs> and we decided to just come check it out. Like we've been getting a lot of that too. 
So, mm-hmm. so it's, it's very nice that you're using uh, social media as a means to reach new clientele, keep in touch with current clientele. Uh, it sounds like you have good branding as well because uh, your your logo, the name of your business being on uh, the gift bags that people are receiving and that brings them to you. So that's pretty cool. And I think it's pretty awesome that you have that kind of foot traffic uh, in your area. What would you say is the uh, tedious or, or boring part um, of, uh, of being in, in retail? Or running a business. You guys start. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Colleen, Colleen is, uh, you know, has that. And sometimes I have it too, but I'm getting older. So I am, I'm a little bit more chill, but Colleen has that, uh, bartender go, go, go mentality. So Colleen will never sit still, which is amazing. So I don't know. I haven't sat down in 10 years. (laughs) It's made me up my game too. I feel like too, like where I'm like, Oh, Colleen's not, I'm, I'm don't have anything to do, but Colleen. (laughs) (laughs) Jess and I have never worked in the same building until we merged the stores in January. We've we've been working for Meg separately in two different buildings for the last seven years. But within the last one year, we put our, powers together yes so far so good it's it's been electric let me tell you (laughs) but no i don't know if there's anything i mean keeping track of stock is just like what you have to do so i would be boring like it's maybe that but like the buying aspect isn't boring because like Mm -hmm. i've always enjoyed that (laughs) but like they're just keeping track of like oh we only have one more left of this Mm -hmm. or you know, keeping yeah. track of that. I, I, like I mean, on my end, the tedious is, you know, the accounts payable, uh, that gets to be a lot, you know? Yeah. Logistics. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like we're a store that carries four brands, you know, we carry, Oh, what was my last count? I think actively in our system, we had like 118 brands, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so just keeping on top of that sort of thing. And, you know, there's such a glamour, right? To say like owning your own business, but nobody realizes, you know, after this, I'm going to spend three hours on a Friday night at home paying, you know, paying a ton of bills, making sure we're current booking, you know, booking trade shows and all of that, all the stuff that goes into owning your own business. I'm sure you know it. I mean, how many invoices do you probably send out in a week? Um, it's that you have to love what you do to be able to do those things. Yeah. And what have you found along the way that has helped you become uh, more efficient or better at those things, whether it is uh, resources or, or people or role models? That's a great question. Uh, you guys, real fast, who's my biggest role model? Gary, Gary V. v. Gary V. <laughs> Yeah, there's, too, there's nothing there's nothing that Gary Vee puts out into the atmosphere that I don't love. Um, you live and die by Gary Vee. Yeah, so quarantine, just a little before quarantine, I really started to listen to him. Yeah. I listen to every single podcast he puts out, every IGTV, anything that he puts out. His energy is so infectious that it's, you know, he has, mot- he's, I've turned a new leaf in the last year. He's motivated me so much that, you know, again, like it's, it's six o'clock, seven o'clock on a night. I'm like, I should go home. I'm like, you know what? No, Gary V would stay here for two more hours. Make sure all of this is done. So I'm ready to start my day again tomorrow. Um, I think having, you know, and obviously Gary V's a celebrity, all that sort of thing, but I do have very, very good. And I won't tell them to their face, but I call the mentors who are down here in Denville. Uh, they own all various businesses. Um, the guy I most admire owns a smoke shop. Actually, we very different businesses, uh, but he bought a lot of real estate when he was first uh, becoming a business owner and he just works so hard and so smart 
And I'm a person for me, I ask questions, you know, I, I don't believe in, is there a dumb question? I, I will ask, ask, ask. And I have so many people down here and thank God we live in such a great town that they'll answer all of my dumb questions. Uh, but I, I, I really believe in mentors and I really believe in, you know, finding somebody who, you know, somebody who you aspire to be and just grinding it out until you get there. You know, and it also sounds that you, uh, being part of a community, that seems to uh, also contribute because being in a downtown area surrounded by other business owners um, and maybe having conversations, I, I would imagine that that's extremely beneficial uh, to expand in your mind, challenge yourself uh, and kind of take courage to keep them present forward. Am I right? Absolutely. You know, if I'm having a, if I'm having a down week or, you know, just, just not feeling it, you know, and Hey, that happens to everybody. Yeah. Uh, it's re- like, I can walk out my door and go into six successful businesses right now. And, <laughs> okay. We got to get our acts together, but that is, I don't, I don't know how some people do like a solo building. I don't know how people do that. We, every single day I go into smart world coffee, get my coffee. She's one of the best entrepreneurs I know. She has investors. She is, it's unbelievable. They have three locations They're working on four, uh, you know, I'm surrounded by greatness every single day and not, and honestly, not just business owners. I mean, these guys too, these guys, I, I have these two guys and I have two other employees and they're very like, they work hard and they have big aspirations and being around that every day. It's, it keeps you going. Yeah, definitely contagious. Definitely good. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting. I've talked to, uh, other entrepreneurs and business owners who actually feel lonely. Uh, it may be because of their industry. Uh, but they, they feel alone and they don't feel that they are able to connect with their friends because if they are not business owners or if they're not in the same industry, there is a it's a it's a bit of a challenge because what's maybe important to them, it's it's not something that uh, it's a, a topic that is familiar to their friends. Right. So I think it's pretty awesome that you guys have that community going on. And uh, and it's it's very diverse uh, because it's mixed by other business owners, it's people from the community, it's uh, co-workers or employees. Uh, so that that just, I think, uh, sends a huge vibe of positivity. Uh, oh, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, that lonely feeling sucks. It really does. And I've had it before. Um, you know, when when I first took over the store, I was 25. I didn't, you know, I, I think I went to maybe three weddings in my late twenties, you know, all my friends got married. My best friend snuckered me into being a bridesmaid so that, you know, I would show up to her wedding, but, um, you know, I, I didn't go to weddings. I didn't go to bridal showers. I didn't go to parties. I really like, you know, it's not poor me, but I really did. I was like, I I have to make this successful. I, I want to do well for my family. I want to do well for myself. Um, so there is that lonely feeling. I'm telling you, like, you know, I have a social life now, but in my twenties, it was, I, I was, I was much rather be here at 10 o'clock at night than out at a bar because I just I had a lot of work to do. And then, you know, as I kind of grew, as I kind of got with the community and, you know, we have such a good team now, I didn't really feel that, but COVID when I was here by myself and my poor dog, uh, you know, <laughs> hours and hours a day and my friends weren't here. My business owner friends weren't here. They weren't in their shops uh, because their businesses were different than me. I got that lonely feeling again. It, it's tough. It is really tough because you're right. If you don't have good people around you, you don't have other business owners to talk to. It's a, it's a lonely game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that, um, that you were able to find, you know, uh, people and you were, you, you can see the, I want to say the, the progression, right. Of how you were in the beginning in your business 
and how different it is now where perhaps uh, your business is now giving back some of what you invested initially where you can now have a social life and you have people that you trust that you can delegate to, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. For the first year, I was ne- I would never miss a Saturday ever because I was like that's our busy day da 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 I cannot wait to hop on that Parkway this weekend and <laughs> let Jess run the show I'm not gonna be here <laughs> edit you know um, but yeah you know it took it took a long time it take a long time and it's you know I'm still not leaving for months at a, a stretch but yeah it's uh, it took a while to get here but I'm really happy with where we are. How how do you identify? Um, your potential uh, teammates, your potential employees. What is it that you're looking for uh, when you? So obviously you make great choices with Colleen and Jess, and uh, they've been around for over eight years, and I think that's wonderful because there are some industries, and I believe the retail industry may have a high uh, turnover rate. So what do you think has helped you make the right choices in that regard? That's a that's a good question. I. Besides Jess, almost everyone I hired, I had some kind of background on them. Colleen, I knew from college. Uh, we have a college girl here now. Her name is Tierney. Um, she worked for us in high school, and I knew her mom taught at the same school as my aunt. I mean, we are like a small community, right? So I can yeah. find people like that. Um, but I think for me, it's tough because, you know, I hire somebody and I feel great about them, but it takes a month. It takes a month for me to see, you know, is this person going to work out? Is this person have the right demeanor? And you have to be the, you know, you have to have the right demeanor to deal with us and, um, you know, get, get along with our team. And yeah. And, you know, to be in front of people, cause I tell it, you know, 17, 18 year old, like, okay, when someone comes in, say hi, give them a little time, you know, ask if they need help with anything, you know, and that for a 17, 18 year old, especially now, I mean, that's not, that is not normal. They're not texting the person there. They have to go up, walk to them, look them in the eye and say, hello. And you wouldn't believe how difficult that is. So, um, we, I have just strictly for eight years, 10 years now, I've only gone on recommendations with employees. They, somebody has to, yeah, somebody, well, no, Jess, <laughs> somebody vouched for Jess because, yes. uh, we had an employee at the time who knew her. Okay. They said, ah, she seems like a nice girl. So <laughs> shot. Um, yeah. And obviously our industry is so different. You know, it's, uh, you don't have to be great at technical skills. You really just have to be a people person. Um, you know, and I say that, but these guys are, yeah, you just, you (laughs) cannot. Yeah. So I think our industry is a little bit different, but, um, with me, you know, especially when we first hire somebody to bring them in, they got to see these guys and if they can hang, they can stay for a little bit, but for me, it's, you got to work for me for a month before I can tell, you know, if it's up or down. Yeah. When I worked in restaurants, I remember we would have new kids work and I bartended from when I was 21 until the pandemic. And I would not bother to learn anyone's name unless they lasted at least two months because <laughs> otherwise I'd just be taking up space in my brain for no reason. <laughs> it's a lot of turnover. And I feel like this is the same kind of industry. You know, it's a lot of people in and out and you, you, you know that the day starts and ends. We don't know what's going to happen in, in the middle of it. Yeah. So you have to be ready for anything. It's a great way to put it. <laughs> Yeah. It, so it seems that something that's really worked for you is the uh, having good references, yes. reliable uh, references. And I think it's pretty cool that uh, you're able to build a team where people stick around because you can actually uh, build true relationships and not superficial relationships. Yeah. Um, I got to go to Colleen's wedding. 
<laughs> Nothing true. better than that. Yeah, I saw her play <laughs> basketball, good, bad, and ugly. And I, <laughs> I mean, life is, life is good. Yeah. True. So what is, I know you just had your eight year anniversary. Yes. Uh, and you are, it sounds like at a great place right now and you're enjoying it. And that's pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> look into the future. What do you have in terms of plans or expectations, dreams? It's a, it's a, it's a great question. Plan. Okay. I know, I know, right? It's a great question. You know, and it's, it's been very different because, you know, for me, uh, especially when we're first starting out, like it is so fun to redo the store and paint and get new products and all that sort of thing. So we, you know, our team, we kind of always thought like, let's open another location. Let's open another location. Um, you know, being so close to the Jersey shore, we've always kind of, you know, I've always passively looked at uh, real estate down there, uh, pop-up shops, that kind of thing. Uh, and then during quarantine, it was very much like we need to get our business online. We need to be accessible, you know, even when we're closed, but we have a good thing going here. We definitely do, but there's a lot of room for growth. There's a lot of room for new things. Uh, I don't know if I have a five-year plan, but I think I definitely have a three-year plan, uh, really growing our business. We, we did, we kind of, uh, we kind of started from scratch this year because we brought in everything, um, that we sold at, you know, our previous store and this store, and we're still, you know, we're five months in now, but I'm still, still kind of starting to figure out, okay, this is how we're going to run it. This is what we're going to do. You know, obviously, I mean, this is the best team I've ever had in eight years. It took me eight years to get to where I am right now, but I mean, these guys, you know, I, I got a lot of talent and it's, it's, you know, I, I can't rely just on that. So I have a lot of building of the business to do. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't have aspirations at this moment. I say this now. I was dropped on the short. I don't have aspirations right now to open a second location or another location because I just, I, I love Denville and I don't want to be having to commute other places or that sort of thing. If you figure out how to clone yourself. Yeah. If, I, if there are two megs, no problem. Uh, I'm just so rooted in this community, but uh, right now the aspiration is really grow on the social. And as we're doing that, so we have TikTok star over here, right? So we're growing the social. <laughs> Jess is really learning the back end of the website. So the aspiration is to really grow the brick and mortar. You know, that's our home base. That is, that's where we're, uh, you know, it's where the donuts are made, but I do, I exactly, that's what I was looking for, but I do, I want to grow the online space. I want to feel comfortable enough where we can run the brick and mortar every day, run the website. Um, you know, I, I, I would love to just keep growing, keep being more successful. Uh, I love this game. I love the retail game. Um, I just love business in general, very much like yourself. So yeah, that's where, that's where we're at right now. Just growth. You know, as, as business owners, quite often um, we find ourselves working more in our business than on our business. Great. And so what we find ourselves is doing the job that is going to have to be done over and over and over and over. And it's also the job that other people can certainly do. Um, and when we work on our business, which is kind of the time in which we are planning, we are being strategic about our marketing, we are creating a system, we're creating a procedure that uh, will help us, that will free ourselves to have to be uh, necessarily involved every time that happens or takes place. And I believe when, when we do that is when uh, growth really starts taking place. And it sounds like that is what, you're, what you've been doing uh, and what you're doing right now and what is bringing about all of this uh, growth that you're experiencing, right? Am I, am I 
Am I you know, you know what? I love that you said that because I, these guys don't know it, but I have a sneaky plan in my mind that I need to start having days where I am just growing the business. And that means not being here. I love being here. I, if, if these guys both to tomorrow are like, we're sick, we're out for a week. I'd be like, yes, I get to sell. I get to be on the floor. I get to <laughs> Cause I love it. I love to be in the dirt. I really do. But I have a date because we, you know, it, it was new. It's fresh. Everything's a little bit different, but I have a date where, okay, I need to spend this number of hours on the business and grow the business. And, you know, now that for, especially for retail trade shows are coming back and a lot of, a lot is opening up. Jersey's really opening up now. I have, I have done a poor job in the last few months of growing the business in that sense, you know, in strategic planning and that sort of thing. But I have it listed out. I do. I have great business, business owner friends. And we talk about this all the time, but to love to be in the dirt is not always a great thing. Like people do like to come through the door and see my face. But now that these guys are like, you know, they, they'd rather see, I shouldn't even say that. They love to see these guys more than they love to see me. But I do, that is something I struggle with. I need to pull back a little bit. I, I trust these guys. Again, I could leave for a month right now and I know they'd run the store just as well as I would, but I need to be here a little bit less. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's very tough. It's very tough. And I'm sure uh, Colleen and, and Jess, they understand that. Um, oh, they would. If I took two months off, they would love it. You yeah. know? <laughs> they just come in and run they this place. Oh, yeah. Our social media would be on fire. So leave Bailey. Yeah. 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 Just give us the dog. Yeah. Uh, guys, I want to say that I listened to your podcast, uh, Sisters Confessional. Thank you. And I had a blast. I was, um, I was, I was laughing nonstop. I felt like I, I knew you guys just from, from what I had, uh, been listening, you know, uh, uh, Colleen is uh, six feet tall, play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I, I did, uh, actually, um, I, I, there was an episode in which you guys talked about, um, uh, previous jobs. So I, I learned a little about that. I know that Jess has some experience in theater. Um, and so I, I think it's pretty cool because um, people get to know you at a different level and they find a connection. So I felt like I was hanging out with you guys at that moment and we were having drinks and, and laughing. And, and, I, and I wanted to say, okay, I want to say something, you know? <laughs> I want to say something. So, so it's, it's wonderful. Uh, I, I really uh, compliment you what you're doing and commend you what you're doing, uh, particularly the uh, love that you show for your town. I think that's, that's super important. Um, um, I mean, we're, we're in New Jersey, we're one, Morris County, we're one county, uh, and you're Denville, and I applaud that. I, I definitely applaud that, and, and I want to thank you again for participating in uh, today's podcast, and I know this episode is going to be on uh, your podcast as well. So I will make sure to link all the information so people get in touch with you, how they can find you on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, and it's pretty easy, right? Yes. Uh, Sisters Denville. Yeah. And the TikToks are super fun. Uh, yeah, definitely. I've spent a lot of time uh, looking at those as well. So right. once again, to all three of you, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and I look forward to chatting with you again. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. So nice Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, go to NewJerseyBusinessPodcast.com. That's NewJerseyBusinessPodcast.com. We can't wait to hear from you and your business.
You can also visit our website to learn about sponsorship opportunities and how to qualify for a complimentary gift. Thanks again for listening to the New Jersey Business Podcast. Hey guys, it's Jess here. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to like and follow us right here on Spotify to be the first to hear our next episode. We'll catch you next time.